welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Oh, what a strike, Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Ivan, and today we're going to be talking all things Club America in English. I'm going to be getting you guys up to speed and up to date with a quick little preview of the upcoming Clásico de Mexico. So without further ado, I am writing this one solo again. Unfortunately, Chris, uh, Dylan, Christian and AJ were unavailable, but seeing as how we're on a, such a short notice, I decided that there still should be a preview out there for all of you guys to listen to ahead of the Clásico Nacional or the Clásico de Mexico, whatever you want to call it. I think we had the discussion earlier in the season whenever uh, we talked about the fact that they kind of rebranded the Clásico de Clásicos. So whatever you want to call it, América Chivas, Chivas versus América, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be an interesting one. And um, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it. So as you guys already know, America will be facing off against Chivas in the semifinal of the Clausura 2023. It's going to be interesting to see what this team is capable of performing to after the performance they had against San Luis. I know the um, uh, the boys went over and, and kind of recapped that one perfectly. So if you guys haven't listened to that one, make sure you guys do. Um, I think they kind of summed it up perfectly in regards to the frustration and, and, and kind of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Criticism for not only the players, but for Tano, Tano Ortiz as well. I think there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of fingers pointing at, at this team in regards to that result against San Luis. And I, I think the best way for them to put that game behind them is to go out and perform against Chivas. And look, I, I know that a lot of people are going to say, well, it's Chivas. We've had their number for an X amount of time. And granted, we have. But this is a little bit different, you know, not just because it's a Clásico, but because of the fact that it's also at a high stake match, right? A semifinal. Granted, this is a match of 180 minutes and technically a draw would favor us if we were to go through uh, into the final. So America's just got to be realistic and America's also got to be smart about how they go about um, approaching this game. And, and, and more, more so than not, I think they have to go out with a different mentality, a different attitude. Um, I think Christian mentioned it. I think Chris mentioned it as well. Uh, you know, the, 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 the way that this America team starts the game is going to be just as vital as the way as they continue and close out the game. Uh, we saw, we saw them slack off against San Luis. We saw them be very lethargical, overconfident is really the word that we're looking for here. And you can't give yourself that luxury in, in a Liga match, especially in a semifinal against Chivas. So you have to go in there with the mentality, knowing that uh, that all eyes are on you. And that everyone expects you to slip up just the way that you were slipping up against San Luis. So, um, and, and it's a classical and it's a classical. Like we always mention, these games are always played differently. And, and with such a high stake match, it's more than just bragging rights. It's, it's an opportunity to go into the next round and potentially lift the trophy. So, uh, you have to be at 110% playing these games and talking about being at 110%. I know that there's a couple of players uh, in question as to whether or not they're going to be fit and ready. Um, and, and I'll get to that in just a second. But 
yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting one to say the least. I, I I don't think it's as clear cut as favorite as some Americanistas would like to paint it out in um in in, in the Twitterverse. But I, I I do expect this game to kind of be a wake up call for America, and if they're able to perform and if they're able to do said action and and maybe play to a rhythm or to a style that we want them to then of course i can see america advancing no problem and 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 a lot of people will be like well you just talked about you know this whole america side you know having to face off against chivas and it's not the same game and it's not a walk in the park and what do you mean comfortable by comfortable i mean not having to go through what we went with san luis don't get me wrong i i I fully expect this America side to be able to get the job done, but it's just, and I wish Dylan was here because I think he would agree with me in the fact that we just don't know what America side we're going to get anymore. And, and this has always been the problem for these Ligias is it's, you show up one game and it's good. And then the, the next it's, it's terrible. And, and you just can't keep playing like this. You know, you have to be affirmative. You, you have to go out there and perform to the standard that is America. You know, whatever you gave in the first 45 minutes of that second leg in the Azteca is nowhere near America standards. And, and, and Tan Ortiz knows that. And I hope he slapped a couple of players' senses in, in, into their head and said, you know what, you cannot play, you cannot continue to play like this. And, and, and these players have need to snap out of it. They, they absolutely need to. Richard and Fidalgo need to wake up and have the game of their life. And and on top of that, they, they they need to kind of vindicate for what they did in, in that second league against San Luis. So obviously today was media day uh and Coapa, so a couple of players were were talking and um I, I think the two that I was able to see was uh, Malagón, of course, trying to spice it up a little bit, saying that, you know, they're not afraid of Chivas and, and that they there is no need to be afraid of them because it's not like they're ghosts or anything. So I thought that was um a, a, a bit funny of, of of him to say those things but it, it shows that he's found the passion for these classicals already at, at such a short time with america and I'm, I'm sure he's more than well aware of the importance uh, of this game let alone being the semi-final but the classic on top of that as well and then um henry of course talking in regards to this game and we'll talk a little bit more about him in just a second but um also you know kind of saying to the fans that you know, this is this is not the right time to kind of get off the 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 bus. You know, the the famous Tanoneta, uh, and um, I, I think he 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 maybe is speaking into the terms of the fact that it's not been ideal for this America side to play the way that they did, um, but that they still need their support and 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 how important uh you know the fan base is to, to these players and to this institution. So, um. You know, I, I, he's trying to try to convince and, and kind of maybe put out the fires of, of, of the nerves of, of some of these fans that were claiming that this America side has has little, little to nothing to give to get to a final, let alone win it. And of course, the pressure is on these players. And of course, the reporters are going to try to say whatever they can to try to get a, res, uh, a response from said players. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how um, this team responds to the criticism of, of everything going on in and around uh, Coapa. So uh, with that said, I think that's kind of really the only news update in regards to the fact that I have written down here on my notes. Um, 
Henry Martin seems to be more than okay now. I, I fully expect him to start against Chivas, um, even if he was on one leg. So it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I actually do expect Sendejas to start over Leo Suarez, but uh, wouldn't be surprised if uh, Sendejas sees the bench again for this this sec this first leg. Excuse me, at the Estadio Cron, and uh, obviously we're gonna have Israel Reyes back. So uh, you know little things in, in, in to to kind of take into regards for for this matchup um well let's 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 dive into it and let's talk about it yeah chivas versus america right thursday is going to be the first leg at the Sadia Cron, 7 10 7 10 p.m pacific standard time 10 10 eastern standard time and for our friends in central that's going to be at 9 10 it's um well, really, like it's 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 the biggest game that America could possibly gotten in the semifinals, right? And uh, quote unquote, what a coincidence that there's two clásicos in the semifinals, right? The clásico regio, and of course, the one the one that everyone's actually excited about, and it's that the clásico nacional, clásico de México. Um, I know a lot of people wanted Chivas. Actually, I, I saw a couple of Americanistas on Twitter saying that uh, they wanted Chivas to go through into the next round and potentially us be uh be the team that they face in the semifinals um I, I was indifferent about it whether or not we got them uh whether we got at us whether we got something regardless of the opponent i i i didn't really care to be honest look if you want to be crown champion and if you want to be proclaimed as the best team you're gonna go up against whoever they put in front of you and you have to beat them that's simple as that so whether it was going to be chivas whether it was going to be tigres whether it was going to be atlas whether it was going to be whoever it was going to be America needs to still show up and America still needs to perform and it still needs to go out there and give a performance in where they fully convince not just us, the fans, but everyone else watching that they truly are the best team of the season. And and we have the squad for it. We 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 absolutely have the squad for it. And so I'm curious to see how Thanos gonna come out playing and and Will it be a repeat of the game we saw in the regular season at the Estadio Cron? Not necessarily. I don't think Chivas is going to give us that much space. I think they're going to learn from their mistakes in in, in that game, and they're gonna and, and I would not be surprised if they watch that San Luis game and kind of take note of how to potentially play against us. Um, because let's be honest, everyone in this league knows our weaknesses. Everyone knows our disabilities is the defense primarily the wings right now i don't think they have as fast players as san luis right i know they have alexis vegas on, on one side on the other and brisola also joining the attack like i get that they have some pace but i think it's containable right and chavarez is in doubt for this one so i know a lot of people were probably thinking well chavarez is probably better speed wise than fuentes because fuentes did show his age in the second leg against san luis but i, I still think i still think that Nortes is going to go with fuentes because let's be honest there's no one else there that can do the job and if chavarez isn't 100 percent fit there's no way he's going to be featuring on thursday so it's fuentes and, and, and fuentes has to have one of those games where you're thinking okay He's he's done one against Father Time because there's been moments in 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 Luis Fuentes' career in an America jersey where he's looked his age, and then there's times where he's absolutely been prime, like vintage. 
and we need vintage fuentes not just for this first like not just for the second like but throughout the rest of the year right going through taking care of the job against chivas and then going into the final you still need your players to perform at a top top level and if i'm fuentes and i'm thinking okay this team might not renew my contract i have an opportunity to go out here on a high win a championship win a medal i mean right into the sunset for all i care but play to the standard and and, and i know fuentes has it in him so i i, I truly believe he's going to start so let's let's talk potential lineups now that we're kind of in, in in the mix of all of this uh so obviously in goal malagon that's set uh like we talked about fullbacks we're going uh fuentes on the left and i mean i don't know how controversial this is going to be but i'm sticking with layun on the right i i, I know I, I i and the guys talked about it on the last podcast too because of the speed and everything and, and lada could potentially be someone who gives an opportunity to kind of catch up in the speed department, and especially because the classic is a canterano, blah 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 blah, that is a good argument. I'm not gonna lie, but we saw what he cost us in a classico, so I I don't know if 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 he's the right person to call up in the moment, and he cost us a game as well last season in the semifinal against Toluca. So, I mean, a lot is riding on here for America, and. I think you need a little bit of expertise in, in, in this one, especially in the back line. So um, I, I expect Leon to start this game in, in the right back position and, and hopefully he shows up. Hopefully he has an amazing game. So we'll see what happens uh, in the center back partnership. I think we're going to go with Israel Reyes and uh, Seba Cáceres. I mean, that's just been working. That's been gelling. And you saw how much we missed Israel Reyes in the game against Atletico San Luis. Uh, just absolutely not being able to fit into that center back partnership with Casares and, and it's showcasing uh, very, very badly. So uh, that's going to be our, our center back partnership and that's going to be our back four. In the midfield, of course, you're going to have Richard Sanchez, Fidalgo in that center attacking mid position. Diego Valdez, a player who I absolutely believe needs to step up, right? Went missing in that second leg, but absolutely needs to wake up and showcase for this America side against Chivas. Needs to put that second leg behind him and absolutely tear it up apart. He is wearing the number 10 jersey, a jersey that belonged to some of the greatest players to ever grace the pitch of the Estadio Azteca. I would even say the world, okay? So, and I know, and then I know, new things are thinking, Rafael Montenegro, what a player, what a number 10. Um, but I, he needs to come up and step up in those moments and, and he... I've said it before and I'll say it again. When Diego Valdez is on fire and when he feels it and when he's playing at his best, this America side is unstoppable going forward. You, you see the passes that he, he makes. You see the shots. You see the absolutely spaces he's creating or running into. He's breaking the line. He's jumping the lines with his passes. Like he is absolutely just a talisman for America. So he needs to be on his A game against Chivas. So he needs to be absolutely detrimental to this America side. And he needs to pick it up. Absolutely forget about San Luis and vindicate yourself against Chivas. And then on the right-hand side, I think I mentioned it. Uh, I'm, I'm putting Sendejas there. I know some people will say that Leo Suarez will, more likely, will most likely start. But again, I, I, I see Sendejas. On the left-hand side, you're going to get... You're, you're, you're going to get Cabecita Rodriguez because no one's taking his spot. And then, of course, up top, Henry Martin. I don't see that changing. Um, why would you? 
he is your talisman at the at this point in my goodness did we see did we see how badly we missed him against san luis that that venus connection is just not there um i feel bad for the kid but just venus is is not an america player and he, and, and yes he maybe got a little bit of vindication against monterrey because he scored that winning goal but after that just it's it's just nothing's clicking for america up top when when venus plays and and you see that you absolutely see that going forward so i absolutely um i absolutely think that henry martin will play regardless if he's 100 percent or not and and he needs to play because i'll tell you one thing about henry martin even though yes he's been quiet in in, in Ligias and he's not he's not had the best Ligia so far because he's not been involved that much in the first game against san luis he misses out the second one due to injury but if it's one thing about Henry Martinez, Henry loves a goal in a classical. He absolutely loves one. And, um, well, especially against Chivas, right? So I'm going with Henry up top and hopefully it, it, it pays dividend and we get a couple goals from Henry on, on, on Thursday night. So we'll have to wait and see what happens in that course of action. But I, I, I do project that to be the start 11 for Tano Ortiz. And as far as the tactics go, you kind of just have to kind of go off of what you did uh, the first time you played them in the regular season, but obviously adapt to the game because I don't think, I, I don't think Chivas is going to be as naive to give us as much space, right? I don't think obviously it's going to be given 10, 15 yards to absolutely just be free of a mark and be able to slot a ball into the back of the net. And, and, and if they do, then that's great. Great. They absolutely planned a terrible game and, and we capitalize on it. But be willing to adapt. And, and this is where the criticism comes to Tan Ortiz, right? The adaptation to the game. And Christian, I know he absolutely just went off about it. And, and, and I agree with him. I think there's times where Tan Ortiz is not adapting to the game. He's not adapting to his rival. And, and, and tactically speaking, he needs to be smart about what he's going to be doing going forward. And, and, and defensively as well. But, but most importantly, this is a side that will likely concede a goal but needs to score two three or four to feel a little safer and, and managing games is important too so let's 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 put in context and, and, and let's use our imagination for a second let's say that america is winning 2-0 right manage that game properly and, and and what i mean by that is is it's not being premature about it and giving the ball away and, and and letting the other team come at you the way that we did it in san luis in the first leg right we had our two-goal cushion, we gave the ball to San Luis, and we said, attack us. We're perfectly fine going on the counter. And yes, that might work for instances of the match, but you can't, you can't solely rely on that. You, you can't because your defense is not as solid as you want it to be, right? And, and if you had a more solid defense, then I would say, okay, yes, that's a great plan because we can weather the storm, we can soak up the pressure, and we can really leave on the counter. But this defense has so many holes that it, it just seems impossible to kind of want to play that style of football or, or, or even possibly be able to map a plan out like that with this leaky defense. And, and, and so you have, to, you have to keep control of the game as much as possible, which means have the ball possession, move the ball around, and consistently be a threat to your opponent. So keep attacking, keep keep pressing, keep shooting, you know? And, and, and something I will say that I, I, I really do enjoy seeing from the Semenica side is I'm seeing a lot more shots outside the box. And that was kind of a criticism from, from a lot of us 
that a team wasn't taking as many shots from outside. I, I saw Diego Valdez being very adamant about that in the second leg and, and Richard and Fidalgo. So keep doing that. Keep doing that because there might be a spill and Henry might capitalize on that. So manage the game and, and continue to attack. That cannot leave anyone's head on that pitch. You have to attack. You have to continue to attack. You have to keep going. You have to keep pushing. It's 180 minutes. But for those first 90, you need to find a way to continue to attack. You need to find a way to continuously be a threat. You have to get a result at the Ekron. And I don't mean a 1-1 draw, right? That, that's not a result. That, that's terrible. That's a terrible result. A result going to the Azteca is a goal differential of two, three if possible. Because you can't get comfortable. And, and that's the thing. America has a tendency to get so comfortable in, in, in these positions that it's frustrating. And, and Tan Ortiz said it. Sometimes you have to get slapped in the face in order to kind of wake up and, and see reality. And, and, you know, push you to go that extra mile. And I hope he's right. And I hope this team got slapped in the face against San Luis and said, you know what? We're not as invincible as we think we are. And we have to play a better game. We have to play better football. And we're going to go and do that. And, and what more motivation do you want than a semifinal against your most hated arch rivals, Chivas? So, I mean, it's there for you on a silver platter. But you got to work for it as well. You have to showcase for it. If not, then then I'm sorry that this team is not going to go far. And, and there's a lot on the line, like I keep mentioning, because there's an opportunity to completely and utterly insult and humiliate. Uh, can't even finish my, my sentence here, but absolutely just take them down and absolutely kill their opportunity of potentially tying up that uh that title uh you know that the the titles that we have the one that we have against them so we have to go and continue and strive for that 14th and 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 i think we're more than capable of doing it but they have to go out there and perform and we'll see we'll see whether or not they will um i'm trying to see if there's anything else in regards to this uh chivas america game that we should talk about also, just a friendly reminder, this game is going to be on Peacock and uh, Telemundo, so no game on, on Tudene, but of course, don't worry, that game is going to be on Sunday at the Estadio Azteca. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, um, still, still very much hopeful for this title contending season. I know the San Luis game kind of gives us a little bit of, a, of an insecurity uh, of this team as whether or not are they going to fumble it again are they going to be having to play the comeback hit story are they going to have to you know all 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 the ghosts of Ligia past are coming up and they're arising again but you have to put you you have to put them to bed you have to eradicate them and the best way to do it is to go out there and win on Thursday and secure a ticket to the final on Sunday so it's as simple as that Win Thursday, secure a ticket to the final on Sunday. Just as simple as it's it's said, is as simple as you have to go out there and do so. And I know it's just not easy to just say that and boom, it magically happens. But they have the capability of doing so. And, 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 and that's what we're all kind of looking for. So we'll have to wait and see whether or not America is capable of pulling up um, the result that we all expect them. And, and 
rightfully so they should expect it from themselves themselves as well so we'll have to wait and see um i think that's pretty much it in regards to club news um well you guys saw that there's a partnership with uh sporting Gijon. um we'll dive into more of that when whenever i do have uh you know the rest of the guys here um, love to pick their brain in regards to this uh, a couple of players being from our youth academy being rumored to to be heading over to spain to continue their development over there with sporting and uh it's it's, it's interesting it should be interesting uh other club news let me see if i can depict anything here uh a couple of transfer rumors of course right the whole quinones potentially fidalgo being in that bid um also for uh, including because of this partnership with sporting so a, a couple of things to go into kind of the deep end when, when it comes to transfer rumors and i know chris and christian will be taking care of that all summer long for you guys so we'll, we'll talk about that more later down the road whenever we do uh you know have to cross that bridge but for now the focus is on chivas the focus has to be on getting that result on thursday and uh i guess the only thing left is to give you guys my score prediction um I'm gonna go with a two-zero victory for America. I'm, I'm, I don't think it's anything flashy. I don't think, I and mean, I'm definitely not predicting the way that I did against San Luis, saying that we were gonna win three-zero. Um, I, I just think that America is capable of getting two goals. They're capable of rounding out the match, and I think that's a much better result—a two-zero going into the Este Azteca than a three-one at the at at uh, El Alfonso Lastre. I don't know why, and, and maybe some of you might disagree, but for me. A, a two goal cushion without conceding a goal coming to the Azteca would be absolutely amazing. America needs to do that. America needs to take care of the job. Like I said, a lot on the line, but most importantly, the opportunity to get into a final and knock out your biggest rival is immense. All right. Absolutely immense. So, um, with that said, I think that pretty much wraps up my quick little preview of this Clásico de Mexico first leg semi-finals of the clausura 2023 um yeah i i I hope you guys enjoyed this uh again we apologize for not being able to go live uh we had everything kind of set up and unfortunately last minute uh some plans had to be rearranged um but ultimately uh, i hope you guys enjoyed this and hopefully again i didn't bore you guys or anything sorry that i had to do this all by myself but again hopefully you guys enjoyed it i always love the opportunity to talk all things global american english even if i I'm just talking to myself and staring here at a wall, pretending uh, pretending it's Chris or, or Christian. So, uh, well, with that said, uh, we'll be back uh, this week, actually. We'll, hear, we'll preview the, the second leg, uh, most likely Friday. So make sure you guys stay tuned to our social media handles at Eagle Eye Podcast. We'll keep you guys up to date with everything going on in and around the world of Las Angeles and America. Until then, you guys take care. And as always, Arriba en America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.